Hallelujah. Glory be to the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Children of God, you are blessed, and I am blessed too in Jesus' mighty name. You are welcome to this entire message today. This Bible study. This Bible study, we are looking at the subject flee idolatry. Flee idolatry. Let us pray. Father, Lord God Almighty, we thank you. We your children want to hear your word once again. Daddy, Lord, please speak to us in a language we understand in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are that you make us both the hearer and the doer of your word in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, we pray that the word we are hearing will not testify against us at the end of the day in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are begging you, Daddy, in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that you make us worthy of this kingdom we are fighting for in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Like I've said, we are looking at the message, flee idolatry. The Lord surely was ministered to me concerning the issue of the sin of idolatry that is very, very common in the church, even most especially among ministers of the gospel. That the sin of idol, many of us we worship idol, we don't that we worship idol. We think that as people that go to Ogun Shrine or Oya Shrine or bow down to a particular physical image that is worshiping idol alone. The Bible says idolaters will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's in the book of Galatians, chapter 5. You can read it there. The work of the flesh. Idolaters is among them. They will never inherit the kingdom of God. And many children of God are idolaters. What do I mean? Let's go there. Quickly, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee idolatry. Flee idolatry. That is the topic of today's message. Flee idolatry. 1 Corinthians 10, 19 now. What is idol? What is idol? What is idolatry? Who is idolater? These are the things I want you to open your mind and know. Because it's only the word of God that can give us good and correct divination of what we are talking about. That is why I want us to go straight to the Bible and see it there. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 19. He said, What say I then? That the idol is anything, or that which is offered in a sacrifice to idol is anything. Or let's start from verse 18. Behold, Israel after the flesh, and not they which eat of the sacrifices partaker of the altar. What say I then? That the idol is anything, or that which is offered in sacrifice to idol is anything. But I say that the thing which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devil and not to God. And I will know that ye should have fellowship with devils. In other words, an idol can be anything. It can be anything. It can be human being. It can be clothes. It can be shoe. 
Anything you love more than God is simply an idol. And you that love him more than God, you are an idolater. And be an idolater, you have committed the sin of idolatry. So, idol is an image or representation of a person or God used as an object of worship. Don't forget. An idol is an image or representation of a person or God used as an object of worship. Two, it is also a person or anything that is greatly admired, love, or reverend, or reverend more than God. <laughs> a person or anything that is greatly admired, look at that, love, or reverend more than God. I believe you understand that now. That an idol can be a physical image that people bow down to. Like we have it even in some <laughs> churches today. I don't want to mention their name. Though they are called on the name of Mary, they bow down to a physical image. They are serving idol. They are all idolaters. And they are committing the sin of idolatry. And such people can never make heaven. Or if you are a believer, maybe you put the poster of your pastor before the altar, as we have in many churches today. And that's the amount of people go there to bow down to worship God while your picture is there, or in the name of poster. Hey, my dear, such minister is playing with fire. People are indirectly bow down to you, worshiping you. Because those that are worshiping Sango, those that are worshiping Oya, those that are worshiping all those deities, they don't see the demon physically. It's the image, it's the picture, the calf like an effigy. That they bow down to, just like Nebuchadnezzar. When Nebuchadnezzar asked the whole world to bow down to him, it's not in their bow down to physically, it's his image, his picture. So many of us ministers, we have gotten to the level now of putting our posters on the altars. Whether we're having program or not, it is wrong. I can't say to remove it quickly because you are receiving worship and you can never make heaven. That is the scene of idolatry. We walk into it. Many of us, we don't know anything of human being that is greatly reverent, honor, or admire, or love more than God. You put that person first in your life. That person is your idol. So the sin of idolatry is worse even than the sin of immorality that many people think that is the worst thing today. God hates idol. He hates idolatry. He hates idolaters. So please stay away from it. And as men of God, when you are going to level people honor you, they shout your name, giving glory to you instead of God. You better wash out. So that believer will not honor you and respect you to hell. It's common among many of us ministers. We receive praises, we receive worship from people. Instead of worshiping God, praising God is we human beings they are worshiping. Be careful. So that is the meaning of idol and when you are committing the sin you are now committing the sin of idolatry and you that are committing the sin your name now is idolater and none of them will enter heaven let that be clear to you
We are going to be looking at different type of idolatry today. That is everywhere. Different type. We have looked at this before in our episode 25. Because this is episode 26. By the grace of God of this podcast. Number one. The idolatry of social media and networking. The idolatry of social media and networking. I will just show a few more light to this because we have explained very well in episode 25. It's one of the greatest idols we have today that people are worshipping. One of the greatest idols people are worshipping today is the idol of social media and networking. And Paul makes that clear to us in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. I will not spend much time here. Go to episode 25 to listen more of that. I'll just read the scripture. 1 Corinthians 6, 12. All things are lovable not to me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lovable for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. He repeated the same thing in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21-21. So 23, I'll judge the 23 alone. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Like I've said it, it's talking about our freedom in Christ Jesus. And that we should not allow our freedom to lure us to be singing against God. We are not in bondage, we are becoming to freedom. It is true. But be careful. Even though all things are lawful, all things edify not. All things are not expedient. All things will not take you to heaven. So Paul said we must allow our freedom to be used to glorify God, to edify ourselves, to build the body of Christ. Anything you are doing that you know that will not build you up, that will not move your life up spiritually, it says stay away from it. But today, we are using social media and networking to commit all kind of sin against God. Believers use it to steal, even to lie. Some will be in Lagos, they tell you that I'm in the so you to commit all kind of wordom, immorality, promoting Satan instead of the gospel. They have replaced Bible today. Even many ministers on the altar today, they have replaced their Bible with handset, with computer. And this is a great, this is a terrible sin. Because the Bible makes us to understand that the word of God must not depart from the altar. When you get to a level as a minister of the gospel of replacing Bible with your handset, you are an idolater. The earlier you repent, the better for you. Because you are disobeying the command of God in Exodus 25.30 and Leviticus 6.12-13. The word of God made us understand that the showbread must not depart from the altar. You remember, the altar stands for the covenant boss today. And in that boss, you have 13 there. You have the showbread which stand for the word of God. You have Aaron's rod. That bordered, and of course, you have the table, the, the tablet which contains the Ten Commandments, is permanently inside. And that is what the Word of God is to us today. So, when you remove the Bible, you are indirectly disobeying God. Let's look at that in the book of Exodus 25 30. Then we move to Leviticus, quickly read it. Exodus 25, verse 30. And thou shalt set upon the table showbread before me always. Always, you can read the account Exodus 25, everything there. Read the whole chapter, it's talking about the, the covenant boss, how they will prepare it, how they will make it, and everything that must be inside. And God is telling that the showbread inside must always be there. And thou 
shall set upon the table, talking about the altar, show bread before me always. Always. You must never remove it. In fact, there are some churches today now, they have what is called Bible altar. They have what is called Bible altar, a Bible that remains constantly on the altar. They don't remove it because that's the show that God gave from the book and to the priest right from inception that it must always be on the altar. But today, many of us, handset is what we are using in place of the word of God. You are an idolater, my brother, repent so that you don't go to hell. Repent. Leviticus 6, 12 to 13. Leviticus 6, 12 to 13. And the fire upon the altar, look at that. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order upon it. And it shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offering. 13. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. Stand for the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. He declared in Hebrew, I am the consuming fire. God is a personality. His presence is of fire. So it must always be there. So when you have gotten to a level of replacing the Bible with handset, with computer on the altar of God, you are committing the sin of idolatry. You must stop it now. And you are an idolater. Because you have honored handset more than God. That's many of what we do. We spend more money, more time on social media than we spend on the God business. Anything, anything you have, you spend more than anything than God is the sin of idolatry. When God was telling me this thing, I must say, personally, I have to repent first and ask for mercy to preach this message. Because I'm also touched in one way or the other. When God was telling me that when you spend more time to anything, more than you spend unto me, that thing is your goal. So what God expects of us is to spend more time with him more than any other thing. More than any other thing. We spend more money on social event, association, club, family meetings. More than we spend on household of faith. I've seen now. So this is the problem. We have to repent all of us. This thing Colin said is double, I call it double-edged sword. It's heaven and hell. Can take anybody to heaven, can take anybody to hell. Depend on how you use it. So we have to be very, very careful of what we do on social media. Don't use your answer to promote immorality, wickedness, stealing. Use it to promote kingdom business. And be careful much time you are spending on him more than God is a sin. God wants us to spend more time with him than any other thing. He said we must pay tight of all things and God has given us 24 hours per day. And if I'm not mistaken, if you calculate it, at least that's almost a two hour, 40 minutes every day. We have to give to him. That's the tithe of his time. Number one, the sin of social media are networking. You can listen to more of that in episode 25. Then number two again, the idolatry of profession. This is serious. Idolatry of profession. Professionalism. It's one of the things that have become idol today. We spend more time Many of us, we don't have time for God because of our work. We have to be very, very careful. God is saying it, that many believers will go to hell because of their work. They deny His name because of their works. They don't have time for them. They honor their boss more than even himself, God. They honor their work, their boss. They don't go to work late, but they go to church late. 
They do whatever they like. They don't obey pastor, but they obey their boss in the office. They don't pay their tithe, but they will pay contribution in the office to seek for favor. They will go on errand for their boss in the place of office, but their pastor, they dishonor, they relegate to the background. You have forgotten that your pastor is standing in the place of God. Let's look at the Bible. Luke 10, 37. Luke 10, 37. Is the word of God. I want us to see it. Before we go to Luke. Okay, Luke 14. Let's look at Luke 14. Sorry, it's Luke 14, not 10. Luke 14, 26. Luke 14, 26. The word of God is so powerful. You cannot resist it. If any man come to me, I hate none his father, and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sister, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Look at that. He can not be my disciple. In other words, you must love God more than all, more than your job, more than your brother, more than your sister, more than everything. Like I've told you before, anything you love, honor, rather more than God is your idol. And that thing can stop you from making heaven. That's the word of God for you. We see similar thing in Matthew 10, 37. Matthew 10, 37. Matthew 10, 37. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Is not worthy of me. Let's be careful, children of God. Many of us will love our job. We love our profession more than God. We don't know that our job, our profession has become idolatrous. We honor it so much. God is not saying we should not walk, but we should use our work to honor Him, to glorify His holy name. That's what He's saying, not to disobey Him, not to castigate to the background His ministers, His work. Many of us, the way we carry our boss in the office, when they say something, we obey because we don't want to lose our job. We say, mundane thing. That will enter this war. But the one God has raised for you as your pastor, you disobey him, you disregard him, you, believe, you are forgotten. That whatever you do to your pastor, you are doing directly to the Almighty God. At times you get angry, you say, I don't go to church because they don't come and look for me. Who come to look for you when you don't go to your work? Who follow you up when you don't go to your office? Did anybody ask you to go to your work, your, to your places of work? You wake up very early in the morning, you bet you know that they're going to sack you or they're going to query you if you don't go to work on time. But when you go to the things of God, you do it like a, lackadaisically. I am tired. I overworked yesterday. My dear, your job is your goal. Repent so that you don't go to hell. God is warning you right now. The sin of idolatry is the terrible sin among the church today. But many of us, we don't know. It's a sin we carry about every day. Many of us. Many of us. Many of us. Some of us, we love football more than God. We love football more than God. Football today is a sin to so many people. They don't know. I thank God delivered from the bondage of football. The day I realized that football, footballers, they are found of them are going to hell. That was the time I cried to God. I want to know from the Bible. There are so many books on it now. So many books, but, but a lot of people, they don't see believe. God gave me a shisha for that. And in the book of Luke, I was shocked. Because I said, Lord, I'm not going to talk about it if I don't have a scripture. Luke 16, 15, God gave me a scripture there that condemned football. If you are among those that are still interest in football, you are playing football, you are sponsored, whether you are ministers, you better repent so that football will not take you to hell. Luke 16, 15, I said unto them, 
Ye are they which justify yourself before men. But God knoweth your heart. That is the meaning of what we justify ourselves with our character, with our attitude. We justify ourselves with the foolish thing that we are doing by disobeying. We justify ourselves. God knows your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. That is it. I was shocked. God asked me, son, what is it in this world that is highly esteemed among men? He said, think about it. Think deeply. And I, I said, Lord, it is true, football. Pastor will not go to church because of football. We discover football everywhere. We don't discover about the gospel. We don't preach the word of God again. Many of us, football is our God. Repent. Stay away from football. I'm telling you, pray. Pray oh, and ask God. Isn't it football? Is it a sin? It's a sin. It's God that told me. It's a sin. That that's what he gave, he gave to me. He said, that that is highly esteemed among men. That highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Football is highly esteemed everywhere. People will shout, people will kill, people will go to people will go to all kinds of places to look for chance to play, to do many things. I remember before I gave my life to Jesus Christ, when I was still in secondary school, you know, around from one, two, three. I was a goalkeeper. I know what we used to do before we go for any football match those days. We seek for sham, offer all kind of sacrifices. So football go with high tension, high level of wickedness. People killing one another, people looking for chance. People disobeying God. People will not go to church. Not only that, many of us are at a beauty pageant. You better repent. You open yourself on national television. You expose yourself half naked because of beauty pageant. And if you are a child of God, you are a man of God, you sponsor all those kind of wicked programs where people will be naked on national television all in the name of profession. You better repent. Any profession you are doing that is, that, that is reducing humanity to animal, you better stop it. You better stop it. We have to, people today, all they use is prostitution as, as a profession. Stop. Don't let God kill you before your time. Don't love your job more than God. Don't love your boss more than your pastor or more than God himself. Please, love God above all. That's what we are saying here. Love God above all more than your pastor. And if a minister of God, be careful how you receive reverence. Honor from people. Honor is supposed to give to God. You are receiving it. You don't know how to give God glory. Be careful. The sin of idolatry, it is there. If you love anything more than God, God said we are not worthy of him. We are not worthy of him. We are not worthy of him. Might be your child. Recently, I moved out of my base, you know, to Riverside for ministration. And on getting there, the devil struck at home. My daughter was terribly sick. And I was asked to be coming back, to be coming back, to come. I said, my dear, <laughs> I am not the one that will heal her. I am not the one. They are going to do this. They are going to do that. We need so, so, so amount of money. I said, at that time, I don't have a dime. Reasonable money in my account. I said, I will never leave the work of Job. I will never leave the work of God. Never. For my son or for my daughter. I will do the work of God and God will do my own. And to God be the glory. I refuse to leave my duty post. I was on the field. I was preaching. The first day, the second day. And to God be the glory. Before I came back, she was perfectly healed. But many of us will abandon the work of God. Hey, my daughter is sick. Hey, my dear, who is your God? The Bible says, seek it for the kingdom of God and instruction. Every other thing will be added to it. Please stay away. The Bible says, flee idolatry. Flee it. Stay away. Many believers will go to hell because of their job. Some will wake up as early as 5 a.m., some 6 a.m. They are on their way to their office. 
But when it comes to things of God, they will walk there late, sluggishly. Even when they are spending their boss in place of God, they will go very early. Wake up! You are walking in the garment of idolatry. You may not know it. Because it's God that awoke me to this deep revelation that many of us, we are in this garment. And I believe that garment of idolatry will catch fire tonight in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are going to spend much prayer to pray when we get to episode 27. But today's Bible study, know the word first so that we are able to pray with understanding. With understanding. Number three, the idolatry of persecution. The idolatry of persecution. These are believers that give up their faith in Christ Jesus because of persecution. Some abandon their marriage, they abandon their husband, they walk out of, the, of their marriage. They say, after all, there's room for divorce. My dear, God hates divorce. Don't, don't do it. No divorcee, I repeat, quote me anywhere, no divorcee will enter heaven. I don't care what any pastor preach to you. Because the Bible says, <laughs> what God has put together, let no man put aside. It's the word of God. It's an express command. It's like thou shalt not steal. It's like thou shalt not commit adultery. It's the same thing. Whatsoever, whosoever, God has put together, let no man put asunder. Let not even divorce put asunder. So you can't be putting asunder what God says, let no man put asunder. You say you have your reason. My dear, don't justify yourself. That Bible says, say they are among them that justify themselves. You are there with justify yourself before men. Be careful. Justify the word of God. Justify your action by the word of God. There is no problem God cannot solve. If your husband is too tough, use prayer to bring him and humble him before God. If your wife is too tough, use prayer to deal with him and to blow him before God. But don't time we don't pray. We sort of carnal decisions. But the Bible says with God, all things are possible. Say, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything I cannot do? It's a question God is asking us. He said, come, let us reason together. Let us reason together. Bring your reasons. At the mention of his name, only must bow. Only, don't give up your faith at all. Many of us, we have denied Christ, like I've said, because of our job. This thing called job. This thing called job. You must be very, very careful about it. We spend much time on it. Some of us, when we leave over, we get home again, we continue the same job. But your God, your maker, who gave you everything, you don't have time for I say you are going to heaven. Heaven you are not preparing for. Heaven you are not laboring for. My dear, I have said it, but I'm repeating it again. If anybody die on earth without having time for God, why is on earth? When he gets to heaven, when he dies, God also will not have time for such a person. The heaven you did not prepare for. The heaven you did not release material to, to build. Where are you going there? Please wake up. Idolatry of persecution. Don't ever give up your faith for the sake of persecution because that means you love persecution more than Jesus. That's why you surrender to persecution and you deny Christ. Matthew 10. We are going to see it again. I've read there before. Let's look at what the Bible said there again. Matthew 10, 39. Or oh, let me read 38 and 39. I will put them review together from 37 to 39 again. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross, look at that. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. 39. He that findeth his life shall lose it. Hey. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. What does it mean? When you refuse to, when you refuse that you will not deny Christ and they kill you in the process, you lose your life, the Bible says you will gain it. But when they say deny Jesus or you die and you deny Jesus, that means 
you've gained your life. And the Bible says you will lose it. That's the meaning. So when you deny Christ, you say you are living, that person is living for hell. He's living for hell. The day he denied Christ, that's the day his hellfire starts on earth. That is the day he or her hellfire starts on earth. Don't ever give up your faith. Idolatry of persecution. A lot of people have denied Christ today because of persecution. Small thing because of job, they deny Christ. Some because of fruit of the womb, they deny Christ. Please, I'm begging you, wake up. Nothing is worth it on it to deny Christ. Nothing is worth it. Nothing worth it. The Bible says, if only in this world we have hope, we are like all men, most miserable. Most miserable. Let nothing stop you. Say put. You repeat the same thing in Luke 14, 27. I would like you to see it again. For emphasis, 14, 27. It's the word of God. You cannot stand against it. You cannot. So ever rise up against the word of God shall be broken to pieces. Say I lay in his eye on the stumbling block and the rock of offense. Whosoever shall fall upon him shall be broken to pieces. But whosoever he shall fall upon shall be grounded to powder. Fear the word of God to the last duty. Fear him. Fear him. 14.27 And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. That is it. Cannot. Cannot be my disciple. It's the word of God. Be like apostle of old. They suffer greatly for the gospel. Some were beheaded. Some were divided into two. Some were banished to island of Patmos. Some were crucified upside down. Upside down. They paid the price. They refused to worship as a Christian. They refuse to worship as a Christian. Take after them. Receive the same grace in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. To stand for Christ at all times. To stand for Christ at all times. All time is all time. All time is all time. There's no persecution we are passing through. The Bible called them light affliction. Romans chapter 8 verse 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Look at that. That is the word of God. 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 The persecution we are passing through, the Bible says it's nothing. It's nothing. The affliction, the suffering. It says it's nothing. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. My dear, mighty glory is waiting for us. Mighty glory, mighty honor is waiting for me and for you. So you must not give up. You must not give up. From verse 35 again, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conqueror through him that love us. 
For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angel, nor principality, nor power, nor till present, nor till to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. May that be your testimony and my testimony in Jesus' mighty name. I have prayed. Amen. Don't bow down to persecution. Please, I beg you. Because you submit, you worship persecution. May you know what's the persecution in Jesus' mighty name. Say yes to God. Always, always, always. Because when you lose your life for his sake, you will gain it back. Because he's the one that had the power to destroy both spirit, soul, and body in hell. He said, I will tell you he who to fear. He said, do not fear them that can kill the flesh and cannot kill the spirit. But fear ye he who has the power to kill both the spirit, the body, and the soul in hell. And I say, fear ye him. Receive grace to fear him, the almighty God, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Number four, idolatry that is coming today, the idolatry of compromise. The idolatry of compromise. We compromise the word of God. This go to some of us ministers that refuse to declare the totality of the truth of the word of God. I told you how a man is to come to my ministry to minister all the way from Ireland. I just decided to put him on a chart. We were talking and I asked him, I said, I know your ministry where you belong to. I said, but that ministry, they don't rebuke sin. He said, ah. Another one, when you tell them the truth, they will run. I said, What? So you people know the truth and you're not, you're hiding from these people. That was the last time we ever had any form of conversation. I cut off that relationship. It was fresh one. I have not been to his church. I have not been to my church. I want to come to my first lady minister. Let me look at the weight of his word. But through communication, I separated myself quickly. Don't belong to that generation. You're a man of God. Hear the word of the law. If you compromise, Romans 1, 16 to 18. Romans 1, 16 to 18. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the judge shall live by faith. Verse 18, where I am going. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and the righteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Who hold the truth on righteousness? God, judgment await all of us that are holding the truth of the word of God in unrighteousness. We know the truth, we refuse to declare to the people of God because of selfish motive. You don't want to lose them, but you are ready to sentence them to hell. And you folks, you better take time and sit down and read the word of God. As God has commanded in Joshua 1 8, you better have time for yourself. Read the Bible and know it for your own good for your soul to be delivered from hell. We are living in a day of deception. People are ready to do anything for money. We will get there. Idolatry of monetary gains. Imagine a man saying, Tobas of if you tell them the truth, they will run from church. And if you don't tell them the truth, they will end up in hell. Why not tell them the truth? And let your hand be cleansed from every man's blood. Ministers, wake up. This is end time. You send that people to hell, then you will go to hell also. Because he that digger the pit shall fall therein. Tell congregation the truth. If they want to stay, let them stay. If they want to go, let them go. Declare the truth and be free. 
tell them the ABC to Z of the word of God. Hide nothing from them. Stop compromising the word of God. It's a terrible sin. Terrible sin. You must declare the truth. Because God's judgment will begin from the altar. God's judgment will begin from the altar. Nobody will stop God. If you send people to hell, you will go to hell too. Isaiah 5, 20 to 21. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. That put darkness for light and light for darkness. That put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes. Are prudent in their own sight. That is the word of God for us. We ministers, teachers, prophets, apostles, pastors that are preaching the word of God. Declare the truth. Don't ever compromise the word of God. It is a sin. Tell the church the truth. Let them know that all sinners will go to hell, irrespective of their position. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Why do you come in, Lord, Lord? Now you have not done what I asked you to do. Wake up, church. We are living in the day of deception. Lies everywhere. People call white, blue, blue, white, black, yellow. The Bible says, woe unto them. Stop harboring so in the church to take them to hell. What does it profit you to have one pillar congregation and you cannot boast of ten souls that are ready for heaven because you are not telling them the truth. We are to declare the totality of the truth of the word of God. That's what God said in his word. It doesn't matter your specialization. Whether you are called to be a pastor, prophet, evangelist, yes. We are called to different novices, but one thing is certain. We must tell all, all the truth of the word of God. That was the legacy of the master. His last statement. When he died, he resurrected and he was going. I told all of us. He said, what I speak to one, I speak to all. What I speak to one, I speak to all. Don't tell me this is what God has come in to do. We have to declare every truth. Because his rationing is revealed against all ungodliness. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Don't tell me that. Everything we must preach. Everything. Everything. You can see that again in Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things. It is says some things. All. All means all. Everybody say all. All. Whatsoever I have commanded to you, and lo, I am with you. All the way, even unto the end of this Whoa. Things. Let's be careful. Stop compromising the word of God. Don't go to hell. Idolatry of compromise is everywhere in the church. We don't preach holiness again. And that's why we take the people to heaven. And you folks that are not reading your Bible, you depend on your pastors alone. Be careful. If your pastor leads you to hell, you are on your own. Because God has told you, said the scripture for any damn, you have eternal life. God has said it in his word. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rather dividing the word of truth. It's a command. God says study, study. Study. Don't wait for your pastor. Don't wait for your prophet. Don't wait for your teacher. Carry the Bible. Read from beginning to the end. Know your right from your left. 
Don't wait for anybody. The Holy Ghost is there to teach you. Ask him to teach you. We teach the word of God. Because the problem many of us we have, we don't have time for the word of God. But we have time with answered throughout the whole day. We can press phone 24 hours. But to read Bible is a problem. The yoke of idolatry be destroyed from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Number five, the idolatry of money. Idolatry of money. This is the reason why ministers are not preaching the truth today. Money, 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 money. Some, they invite them to come and preach. They will not go because they are not, they are not going to give them big envelope. Be careful. You are already selling the gift and the grace of God for money. And you can never make heaven. I don't care whether you are Jew, whether you are apostle, whether you are prophet. If money is the reason why you go to people, ministry, to minister to them, you are already a failure. I don't care whether you call them fire. Because freely we receive, freely we must give out. Freely we receive, freely we must give out. You must go to places as you are led by the Spirit of God. See the face of God. We are in the era where ministers now we put people in position of authority in the shop because they have money. And people that are not there, they are there. You will not put them there because they don't have money. You put a square peg in the round hole and when they are about fire, you say, God, why me? Why me? When you have turned yourself to Holy Ghost, people that God have called to occupy the fivefold ministry, we put them aside because they don't have money. Those that have money, you push them there. And when they begin to spoil the work of God, they begin to commit all kinds of sins and blunder, stealing, raping in the church. You say you suspend them. You are the one to be suspended first. Because you are not following the dictate of the Holy Spirit. You are not following the standard of the Bible. You don't put people in ministerial position positions because of money. You put them there because of grace, calling of God upon their lives. Many of our ministers will destroy the word of God because of the love for money. Many of us love money too much that we can even kill, we can even destroy. May God deliver you from the bondage of monetary greed and from the idolatry of money. We must wake up. We betray ourselves. We deny many things because of money. We enter the ministry of Judas Iscariot who betrayed the master for 30 pieces of silver. The brother of Joseph, they sold him to slave because of money. Hatred. Wake up. Geo, wake up. Saint, folks, wake up. The love for money in your heart die in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Find out what God wants you to do. That should be your priority. That should be your priority. Let's look at that. First Timothy chapter 6. Time is running very fast. First Timothy 6, 6 to 10. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we carry nothing out. That is it. I don't care the mansion you are laboring for. You will leave it behind. You will leave it behind. Half billion of dollars in your account. Half hundred estates. You will leave them behind. Nakedly we come. Nakedly we shall go back. Verse 7. For we brought nothing to this world, and the certain we carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be dear with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. And into many foolish and hurtful laws which draw men in destruction and perdition. Ten, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from their faith, appeared themselves true with many sorrows. With many sorrows. With many sorrows. I've said before, we are not going to be praying here, we just take one prayer point. But get ready in episode 28 to pray deliverance from the sin of idolatry. That's what we'll be looking at at episode 28. 
pray your way to heaven. Deliverance from the sin of idolatry. This is it. The love of money is in the church. You don't have money in the church now. Maybe they don't know you. I suffered that in the time past. I remember one church I was when I do my NYC. One pastor looked at me and said, I know you carry grace. But if you don't have money, nobody will look at you in the church. I look at them. I was shocked. I was shocked to the standard of us to pastor a home fellowship where people refuse to go. A play filled with demons, even altar, brought the like the kind of sacrifices. We went there, I and my wife. God gave a breakthrough. The moment the place grew to a branch, they call me back. They, they say I should go back to headquarters. They put somebody there. My wife was disappointed. I told him, let's hold on. We are serving God. I will not give up. Be careful. If you are more people that are replacing money with grace and are nothing in the Bible, you are heading for hell. I don't care what people call you. Look at the people that God has called and fix them in their rightful position in the church. God told me over 70% of the problem of the church is from the altar, from the women ministers. Be careful. Wake up. Don't go to hell. You have eyes to see. You can observe grace. You know grace. Many people that God did not call because they have money, you put them there. Even they are living in adultery, they are living in sin. You don't care. It is time to begin to repent right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. Let's begin to appreciate him. I'll spend more time today. I thank you for your word. I have been touched tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent today for my sin of idolatry. Forgive me my sin of idolatry. Sin of loving myself, sin of loving my job, sin of loving my wife, my children, or anything more than you. Forgive me, I know today, Lord, that anything I love more than you, anything I give more time to, anything I give more attention to more than you is idol. Law and idolater will never enter heaven. Lord, forgive my sin of idol. Let me begin to repent right now. In the name of our Lord Jesus, please, Lord, have mercy on us. Forgive us our sin of idolatry in the name of our Lord Jesus. I repent on my behalf, on behalf of myself, Lord, I have not spent enough time with you. Lord, forgive me, forgive me the sin of idolatry. Forgive me, forgive my wife, forgive my children. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on our soul. Deliver us from the bondage of idolatry. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Say, thou blood of Jesus Christ, please deliver me today from the bondage of idolatry that want to take me to heaven. Deliver me from the bondage of idolatry that want to take me to hell. Rather, deliver me from the bondage of idolatry that want to take me to hell. Deliver me from the bondage of idolatry that want to take me to hell. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, deliver me now. Deliver me now. That blood of Jesus Christ, deliver me right now from the bondage of idolatry that want to take me to hell. In Jesus' mighty name. Say, I receive grace. Today, to love my God more than any other thing on the surface of the earth. Open your mind and pray. Say, I receive grace. I receive grace to love God more than any other thing in all areas of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name. I want to give my life to Jesus after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. Have mercy on my soul. I know I'm a sinner. Please forgive me, Lord, my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. 
Amen. Father, Lord, I pray for as many that have repented of their sin today. Father, forgive their sin in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Write their name in the book of life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Have mercy on them, grant them grace and mercy to serve you unto the end in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have prayed. Amen. Amen. Don't forget our watch word. Exodus chapter 12, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment. For this is the whole duty of man. Remain blessed. Don't forget, by the special grace of God, episode 28, deliverance from the sin of idolatry. We are going to have much time to really pray there because this is the Bible study. You know the word, then the next one we're going to prayer of real deliverance. Don't forget, some people are asking me that my podcast don't normally open. I've told you, go to Google Play Store, download Port B. Download Port B in there. From there, you just press the message will come out. Or better, as you go to Google Chrome. Google Chrome, just type end time message with Prophet Akinyemi Isaiah. All the messages will come out. As you listen to it, the world will never stand against you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. To never stand against me also in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Receive grace to be ready and to be rapturable in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>